Hello, queens. Welcome back. I have one of your favorite guests. She's here. Carmen is back. Carmen, how are you yes. doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm so glad that I get to be on this podcast again. It's always so fun. I think you and I's episodes are like people's favorites. Oh, yay. Okay. That yeah, always yeah. makes me so happy. That's so <laughs> They're so the most listened to. I, every time I see people, I always forget I have a podcast when I'm out in the community. <laughs> <laughs> and people are like, oh my God, ousting Karen? Yes. <laughs> Yay. Like, what are you talking about? That's Who so ousting? good. Who is ousting? <laughs> and like, the episode, I'm like, ah, this girl. I love music. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> and then That's we're like, so your podcast that has been on the air for like 30 years now? So. That's so good. That's so good. Glad that you're back. Yes. Now, Carmen, you also have a podcast. Yes, I do. I have a podcast with my best friend, Catherine. It's called I Kill a Spider for You. Mm -hmm. And we're two and a half years in ish. So it's exciting. And I think the last episode that we posted was this week and it was about black revolutionaries and mostly we talked about you know black history month and so we talked about women revolutionaries as well as like and or like queer revolutionaries as well because you don't hear enough about the women or like queer men or queer women in any sort of like black revolutionary stuff oh and Catherine got to talk all about the revolutionaries that ain't shit that are men that are straight oh she had a fun time go listen to that i'm gonna go listen to it for sure because i want to hear about that you know there are a lot of people who are revered in the black history of things and yet you google them and you're like oh he used to beat his wife yeah there's a quite a few of those stole his wife's money and left his kids to starve and die yeah but also, guys, he marched, so you should love him. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, um, it's a complicated thing where people aren't perfect and men and straight men especially tend to, um, they fuck up a lot. And Catherine was, Catherine, from what I remember, because we've grown up together, was just so in love with Frederick Douglass. And then mm-hmm. she unfortunately did a Google search. Mm-hmm. And she found out just the trashiest of trash about him, and she hasn't really been able to recover since. I'm sorry, what did Frederick Frederick Douglass do? So his um, who was black, obviously, sold a bunch of stuff to free him from slavery. Uh-huh. Like she sold a bunch of like stuff, like her belongings. She did so much to free him mm-hmm. from slavery to 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 get him out mm-hmm. because he wasn't going to get out any other way, right? And so, obviously, like, he was able to get out. Frederick Douglass is, like, one of the foremost black, like, intellectuals, obviously. And he did so much writing and did so much good. Here's the thing, though. He cheated on her. And he brought the white mistress that he had to live in the house with them. (laughs) So, yeah. That was Catherine's reaction. Not a white mistress. Yes. To live in the house with them. The one who, the from the same. Yes. Yes. Okay. All so right. His, so his wife sold all of her belongings or many of her belongings and did a lot to get him out. And then he thanked her by having a mistress who was white, who he then moved into their house. Oh my God. My, 
my stomach hurts. <laughs> so anyway, Catherine's response has been your exact reaction, but for years, because she loved him so much. He was her phone background for many years. <laughs> so. Oh, that, that, not a white, it, okay, a mistress, all right. <laughs> a, white a white mistress. mistress? Yeah. God damn. I know. And then in my, let me tell you, let me, can I just say, hopefully the Canadian government does not, you know, <laughs> transfer me to Guantanamo, but I will kill you. <laughs> yeah, I if you commit murder. If you, if I sell everything to, to free you. Yeah. And I'm talking as somebody that lives in these times. I can't yeah. imagine the hell and high waters that she had to go through. Yeah. In those times. And then you're free and you're going to die. And I'm not even going to kill that bitch because it's not her fault. No. You brought her here. You're going to die. Yep. Let me just tell you right now. I, I will, I will gladly do the 25 to life. Yeah. I'll do it. That's what I said. Yeah. So needless to say, that was our podcast episode. So guys, go listen. I'm, I, I'm, I. <laughs> I am just flabbergasted. Yeah, yeah. I remember when Ka I remember the day Catherine found out. She immediately called and she was like, "Guys, guess what I found out?" And I was like, "What is happening?" And then she told me, and I was like, sh "I was shocked, shocked." Ah, <sighs> yeah, you know yeah, these I... men ain't shit. These men ain't shit. It is what it is. My, it is it is. but that is too much. <laughs> that yeah. is too much. It's uh, it's just it been taken a step too far. Been taken a step too far. Maybe that, several steps too far. That is like you know when you fall down and you bleed and someone like pours par paraffin into your yeah that's yeah fire. that's exactly what it is. It's awful. Why didn't he just burn her to death? That would have been better. Yeah. What the fuck? You just you know what? Mm -mm. Speaking of things, never guessed. <laughs> at the audacity of men <laughs> the you know men continue like every day you know me and my therapist because i'm planning to be a parent in the next 12 12 to 24 months oh wow i have been um man shopping yeah in order to man shop though i do have to i gotta look at men in some sort of positive light uh huh. And so this is what my therapist and I have been working on. But I feel like every time I'm on this like quest to find the positivity, then <laughs> I I just this these things happen. And now I know about Frederick Douglass, and I'm back. <laughs> Y'all are disgusting, and I don't want anything to do with you. I. Mm. Anyways, speaking of disgusting, <laughs> we are talking about the. Netflix documentary, Tinder Swindler, Mr. Simon. Yeah. And to be quite honest, these women, like, what the hell? <laughs> honestly, honestly, there's so many things wrong. Like, the documentary is very well done. I need to start by saying that. It's a great documentary. I think... And we're going to have spoilers, guys. So if you haven't watched yeah, it yet, pause right here. Pause it. And, and go, go watch, watch it and then come back. Yeah. So here's the thing with the Tinder Swindler. There are so many things 
like one, there's the, just the crappiness of the man and the like nonsense of the man and the nonsense of the women. Cause the women weren't thinking clearly, obviously. No. But my whole thing is like also the politics of it, because one, he's, he's Israeli and that's its own thing. But just the fact that like he, he, he took like apparently close to a million dollars from women, not just these women, just women in general. And he, mm. he only got 15 months as a sentence. And he only did five of those 15 months. There are Palestinian children that spend years in prison for throwing a rock at a tank. And this man spent five months and he swindled like close to a million dollars. So I really, I'm really having a hard time understanding. And the, anyways, it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot. So is Simon a white man? Yeah. He's, he's, uh, he's, uh, I would assume so. He's white and Israeli and Jewish. I have no idea. I like, like he obviously like he's not like white, white as in like an Anglo-Saxon white person, but he is not like Liam Hemsworth, but he's no, but he is a white man. And especially given the fact that he's Israeli Mm -hmm. on occupied territory, nonetheless. And so there's also that problem. And so I just like, I'm just having a hard time. Uh, That's like terrible. The thing is, like, I I just don't understand. Like, he, and he did it for a very long time. This was not somebody that, like, did it over a week or, like. No, no, Someone no. that, like, I, 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 at least one to two years was, like, scamming people. Yeah, and it was probably multiple people. So yeah. that's why I'm, I'm not understanding. And then the other thing that I'm wondering. Mm. So here's the thing. So there were a clear, I'm sure there were other women, but like, okay, so let's say that he's just naturally gifted at swindling women. Let's say that that's what's going on. And, and maybe he is, but maybe also he's just very good at picking emotionally vulnerable women. But like, sir, you have the capacity to swindle all of this money from all of these women and you don't invest. This is what one woman said. No, one woman said no, and in two days he ended up in a hostel eating other people's leftovers. Be smart, sir. Be smart. That is my biggest thing. If you're gonna be, listen. If you look at the four one niners, which is the the Nigerian scammers, they build they build houses for their mothers in the village. Exactly. Exactly. Businesses. You guys can say whatever the hell you want to say about 419, but they do the things. What well, I'm saying? I'm like, like, at least like your mom is there in Israel in like a teeny tiny apartment. Mm-hmm. You have all this money. What are you doing? Like, I thought it, that was literally my thought. I literally said, at least build a home back home. Like, what? at least go build yourself a home. What are you doing? Like, as an immigrant myself, I just like don't, you have all this money, you don't build yourself a house? Exactly. He did nothing like and that is what actually pissed me off the most is that he stole so much. Do you know what I would do with a million dollars? Exactly. Like, bitch, you couldn't even, you know, buy like a little shop so you can sell bubble gum, something. No, I, that's why I'm like, this man was none too bright. Like, I don't oh, think you he ate was that all smart. <laughs> those hotels and shit it out. That was it? Essentially. Yeah. Cause he had nothing to show for it. One woman said no and his entire house of cards fell. Yeah. One woman said no and then all of a sudden he had no money. Like, that's not, 
normal. That's not like a normal business plan. Like that's not good. And one of the things that has been really pissing me off is seeing that people are like, I respect his hustle. What fucking hustle? No, there was no hustle. There's no hustle. He's a fucking idiot. Literally any, okay. It could have been any man, any man who seemed to have like money and who seemed to be, how do I put this? Like have money and means like anybody could put on a suit and then charm these women, right? Like they could find a way to do it because the issue isn't him. The issue is the women he's choosing are dumb. Yeah. They're stupid. And like, not in a, I don't even think they're stupid as in like, they lack, like, obviously they must be started something. They have money. They have their own careers, whatever, whatever. But my issue is more so that their emotional intelligence was lacking completely. Yeah. Zero. Nothing. Completely. I want to talk about the first girl. Oh. So she was the worst. <laughs> she, she was start the to finish. worst of all. Like everything about her was like, like I was just like from the moment she started talking and she's like from the time I was born <laughs> I've always loved fairy tales I was like girl Run. I'm bored I'm tired no 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 Jane but then what fairy tale what if fairy tale did she love Beauty and the <laughs> Fucking Beast be- I was like sorry you think Stockholm Syndrome is, is romantic oh my I heard God. that and I was like she needs therapy actually she doesn't need Tinder she shouldn't have been on Tinder. She needs therapy. She needs support. Yes. And even after, you know what bothered me was that after when they asked her, like, oh, are you still on Tinder? And she's like, yeah, I'm still looking for love. And I'm like, like I'm never going to stop. And I was like, that's the problem. That's the absolute issue is that you mm-hmm. feel that this is like an appropriate thing to do that you like don't sit there and go like, how did I end up in this mess? But let's talk about that. What is it about... I, I don't know. Are you noticing that, like, in this day and age, oh, yes. maybe in the last, I want to say, like, the last 20 years, there's an obsession with, like, companionship and being in a relationship? Well, of course, especially especially with the pandemic. I feel like I know a lot of people in relationships whose, like, relationships have accelerated in terms of, like, seriousness mm-hmm. because of the pandemic. So mm-hmm. people were, like, you know, maybe would have waited two years or so to move in with their partner because of the pandemic. Maybe they moved in in, like, eight months or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then also just, like, people feel really lonely because they can't see people as often. Yeah. And so even in toxic relationships, what I'm noticing is a lot of people are staying in, un- like, it's weird. It's like a, a mix of people leaving relationships because they have nobody but themselves. And so they can't really be distracted from their issues. But then also people are far more isolated. And so yeah. they're getting into toxic relationships and staying in toxic relationships because they're like, this is my only person in my bubble. Yeah. This is and at least I'll have, I have someone to, to speak to. Exactly. Being just me. I know like, I don't know what it is. I don't know for me if it's the pandemic, but I've always been fine being single. I've been single mm-hmm. for a very long time. And I'm like, now I'm starting to notice that like, I live alone. Like, I just realized <laughs> six months ago, I'm like, wait. Yeah, I get that. I'm by myself in my apartment. Like, how come no one told me? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm starting funny. to realize that I live by myself when I'm in my apartment. Right. I just moved in. 
Which was, by the way, like, moving is the worst thing. I don't know what to tell you. It's awful. I haven't moved in close to six years, and I'm not looking forward to when I have to. Carmen, it's... Can I tell you that I had an actual mental breakdown from moving? Yeah, I'm not surprised. And I I fell into, like, the deepest depression. Not because I wasn't happy that I had left the ghetto basement and <laughs> and, like... It's not even that I'm I'm happy to be like out of the basement and like you know I have a mm-hmm. big girl apartment now but it just like I was so stressed like of course it's not no even it's exhausting I was so exhausted and stressed out and it's it's expensive yes moving is very expensive and like Toronto has become food is expensive now you buy four things and you're already like at 75 dollars at the yeah i'm having a really hard time with my groceries at the moment because every time i go i'm like what i this is just this was just this wasn't a full trip i was just picking up things yeah that i was missing and it's already 40 bucks like how is it 40 bucks for shit that i like yeah. I only got a few things. Yeah, it's messy. But now messy. I'm starting to think of like I need to not that I need to, but now I'm starting to think like I kind of need to not be by myself. <laughs> yeah, I, no, it's difficult. I, it's difficult to be alone in in Toronto and I also think like as women especially we're constantly told to not be alone. And so for men sometimes what I think that turns into is you know, like roommates or whatever. And like I think I think women is like as well, you see a lot of women with roommates, but one of the things I'm noticing is that people are like willing to go into relationships quicker mm-hmm. and also willing to stay in relationships because they're like, well, I can't, oh, it's not even willing. It's that they're like, I can't afford an apartment on my own. So I'd rather be unhappy and housed than like unhoused, like homeless or couch surfing. Mm-hmm. And like, even though I'm not going to have this, this person that I'm obviously not compatible with, like, I can't afford to move. So I'd rather be miserable in my feelings and be housed than, like, not be housed. And it sucks. But these women were gainfully employed. Yes. They were gainfully employed. They seemed to be doing well business-wise. But mm-hmm. I do think that there was something going on, especially with the first one. There was just yes. something going on with a lack of understanding of safety. Like, lack of care mm-hmm. for her own yeah. safety. Because it's, it was just like, okay. I have had friends who have in the past done some not smart things with men in terms of like traveling with them and stuff and they barely know them. And luckily it all went fine, but I find that oftentimes they have this like, she seemed to have this like very, it's not even just naive, but it is very like teenage, teenager like kind of like emotional intelligence because even when she finished she's like yeah i'm still looking for love it just sounded very like juvenile yes and in the way that the way she describes like her definition of what she was like when she was asked like you know what what does that look like like she said things like i just want to be in love and you know we're just falling over each other and we're kissing and yeah no and it's like that's not that's, no, that's not like lo- the first like two months it's yeah no not. and then it's done then you're just like regular people who just have to work shit out but like yeah but she wasn't getting out of that honeymoon phase and neither mm-hmm. would he because he wanted her to feel that way so that she would give him money and do all the things and like i just think like okay let's be real you and i were both like basically like single women we live we both live alone mm-hmm 
it, it and uh, you know, I haven't been single for forever and ever and ever. I was in a relationship and then we broke up last year. But like, let's say I, we meet a man on Tinder or wherever. I don't use Tinder because Tinder I thought was just at this point a hookup app. So even that blew yeah. my mind that she was trying to find true love on Tinder. But that's its own Tinder, thing. Tinder of all. Of all. Oh, you like at least try Hinge, you know, try something or eHarmony. Yeah. Like do something else. Anyway, anyway, it's fine. It's fine. (laughs) And then, and then like, imagine that you meet a man and he's like, Oh, you know, let's hang out or like, let's go on this date. Let's go for coffee. And then he says, Oh, meet me at my hotel. I would be like, sorry, you're too lazy to meet me somewhere outside of where you are staying for the date. You can't travel. You can't travel even down the street. Yeah. To meet me. That's the first problem. But then she meets with him. They have a date. It's fine. She's obviously like wooed by the extravagance of the date. Cause obviously he's like, she said he was like ordering stuff and being very like fancy. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, fly on the private jet with me. She's lucky that this documentary was a scam documentary and not a murder documentary. A zin. Like, that's the thing, like, and that was the first thing I thought. I was like, ma'am, he could have trafficked you. He could have gotten you on that plane. You would have had your passport with you. And ended up somewhere in Cambodia. Yeah, you could have ended up God knows where. They could have stolen your organs. Oh my God. And like, this is the best case scenario for what could have happened. Can we just talk about the, the white privilege of not thinking about your safety? But the white privilege clearly has its downside because some of these white women and white people in general i mean you watch jackass i'm sure but Mm -hmm. it's like there's like zero regard for their own safety oh i hear a noise let me run to the noise for me it's like oh i hear a noise guess who's leaving guess oh i see someone running and i and it does and they're not in jogging clothes i'm running with you you're running as well exactly but i think (laughs) there is something about because well they never have to worry about traveling exactly you're black i am brown i'm Mm -hmm. mexican and i'm brown and when i I have to be careful where i'm gonna go because i've been to places where i've been treated like shit Mm -hmm. because they look at me as like obviously as non-white but not just non-white also like if i go to france they don't look at me and go like oh she's mexican Mm -hmm. they look at me and go like she's arab which i'm treated like probably worse than most people and then and then if i'm not arab they think i'm a gypsy or that's what they call me and i'm like and then that's even worse that's like bottom of the barrel the way they treat you and it's disgusting and so you need to be careful when you are a racialized person when you're traveling our whole lives i'm sure your mother was always like carmen no no this were you allowed sleepovers so I was not at first. My mother was very against it, extremely mm-hmm. against me sleeping over, even sometimes at my family's house. Like I could only sleep over at like one of my cousin's houses and like that was it. Mm-hmm. And, but there was a point where I had my friend, I had known her since daycare, which I think is why my mom had to like give in. Mm-hmm. And it was, and I, she, I had known her since I was three and I didn't have my first sleepover till I was 10. And when I tell you she was the only person's house I was allowed to sleep over at. And the only reason was because her parents called my mom directly. Yeah. And they were like, hi, so we really like your daughter. We think she's very kind and sweet and lovely. And, you know, like you're more than welcome to call if you're worried, blah, blah, blah. You know, all the things immigrant parents need to hear. Otherwise, my mother was like, fuck no. Exactly. Like our whole lives, we've been told like the world is People not. People are dangerous. 
No, people yeah. are dating. Oh, they have brothers? Guess who's not going? Oh, do they have a husband? My mom was like, yeah. You know, even like my dad's sister's houses, like that was a hell to the no because she's like, that is how men are this and men are that. And you can't, they can't be trusted. No. And that's very fair. When I moved to Canada, sleep where? Eat where? <laughs> you have a bed and you have food in the fridge. That is it. That is all. But like, think about, think about how easy, like for me, I have, I have traveled with like people I've dated before, right? I have, I think twice in my life, I've like traveled like internationally. Obviously, like if you go to Montreal or something, it's its own thing because you're in Canada. But like I have only traveled internationally twice with partners. Once it was like after being together for over a year Mm -hmm. and we were practically living together. And then the other time, literally, it was just like we both decided that we wanted to go to Mexico City. So we just went on the trip to Mexico City at a hotel. Like it wasn't like, you know, it was just it was safer. But I'm not going to if somebody's like, I'm going on a trip, Mm -hmm. get on this plane with me. This private jet. Get on any plane with me. I don't know what I'm landing in. What am I coming to? And you've known him for literally 15 seconds. Like, yeah. You have no, you literally have no. Literally, her basically, the ending of her first date was on a private jet with his baby mama. And then, oh, don't even get, like, why is your baby mother on a date with us? What the hell is that? And, and the fact that she was like, oh, well, I made me trust him because he was with his daughter. I was like, if I ever, if a man ever was like, let's go on our first date and I'm bringing my daughter and my, first of all, I wouldn't be okay with a man bringing his daughter on a first date. Cause then I'd be like, I'd be like, that's very inappropriate. Your daughter shouldn't be meeting everybody that you're dating because you might date. And then I wonder what, if you even care about your kid. Well, the answer is obviously no. Yeah. Cause you're just using her as a pawn to like get money. That's disgusting. And for her to be like, Oh yeah, it was great. It made me trust him. I was like, no, no, ma'am, you're like missing every red flag. Mm -hmm. And the thing is like, I don't think that has to do when people were like, Oh, she's a gold digger. I actually don't think necessarily that it's because she was a gold digger. I actually think that she was a hun she's a hundred percent one of those people who's more invested in the story that we've been fed about love instead of looking at the person that's right in front of her. Mm-hmm. She's dating her imagination. Yeah. And I'm telling you, as somebody who has like dated people who have maybe not been the best for me in the past, you should not date the idea of who you want them to be. And it's like, but hers was like to such an extent, where, because even her friends, like her friends tried to tell her like, girl, you get kidnapped. Wow, don't do that. And she still was like, <laughs> no, I just, no, I yeah. went anyway. And she was so proud of herself that she went anyway. And the thing, like, on the topic of like white privilege, it's it's this idea that like I'm good because white people have never had to believe that they're unsafe. Yeah. They've never had to believe that like they had any reason to fear for their lives. No. They had no reason to fear for their safety. And the other thing is the the pity that you know I don't know if you felt this, but I felt as though I, I was meant to feel bad for these women. Oh yeah. You know, yeah, they were definitely trying to, like, to get us to, to like, to like relate to them. And it's like, I, I, maybe, like, I don't know. I've never been at that point with somebody in a relationship, mm-hmm. but like, yikes. 
because it, it was just so weird because I, I felt like the documentary was, they were trying to like get, get be like, there were just these women that were like looking for love and like, and really kind of forgetting the fact that like, this was, this was stupid. This was dumb. This was just stupidity at the highest yeah. degree, you know, because this would like, I'm imagining like if these were black women or brown women, yeah, they would have shot this documentary with this, with this narrative. No, 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 no. But they also like, they also wouldn't have shot it at all because uh, they'd be like, who gives a shit? Exactly. And I, I just, it's it just this white fragility that continues to like be a thing and like, well, because, because white women, we've talked about this before on this mm-hmm. podcast, but white women are the ever present victims of everything. Mm-hmm. Like they're the, they're always the victims in every scenario that they're put in because all they have to do is cry and then they feel bad. And then, well, I don't, but you know, people feel bad and it is what it is. But I definitely think that it's one of those things that truly concerns me because I think it was like, it was, it was a disservice for her, for these folks. To be so, like, unaware of not just safety, but also trust. Yeah, and and it was, for the first girl, it was continuous. Oh, I think it was that so that bad, yeah. What was, piss- not pissing me off, but I was like, girl, it was like, oh, I took an extra job at work so that I could qualify for $100,000. Oh, I went out to the cash money and I got a loan. Then... I went and took an extra credit card. Like, it was a thing after thing after thing. And, like, if a guy... Let me tell you what I would not do. If he tells me he's a billionaire... Yeah. He's asking me to go to cash for you or all yeah. the jewelry to get him alone. I would laugh in his face. Yeah. Sell yeah. that fucking private jet, bitch. Like, what? Yeah. I, I remember, like, going meeting a guy at the gym. And we went on a date at like New York cars <laughs> and then like the second date he was like hey Jane do you mind stopping by uh, food basics or no frills and get me these things and he sent no. me feeds to send me a list <laughs> I literally was like you lost your damn mind and I blocked him of course not, you did it's not the fact that like you ask for groceries. That's not the issue. It's the fact that you think on the second day that me, Jane, Namarome, I should go to the grocery store, pick up no frills and with my money, with, with my hard earned money. On the second date, you are mud. <laughs> yeah, like that's maybe something you do maybe, maybe three months in where you're like, hi, sweetie. You know, when it's yeah. like, when it's like, oh, it's my girlfriend. We've been together for a couple exactly. of months. Exactly. Sure. You know, if you're coming over, do you mind picking up a couple things? Like, that's fine. For you to ask, for you yeah. to ask somebody on the second date to be like, buy, basically buy me groceries. I kid you not. I met him the week before on the Monday. We went to the, to, to New York Fires and this was like the Friday night, the next week. Oh and God. he's like, can you and he was so no. like not rude about it but he was like are you entitled entitled can you just stop and get this for me uh, entitled i literally like walked back home and was like i'm not coming anymore and he's like what the hell like i'm already here i'm like well, go home i've gone home <laughs> like <laughs> yeah but i think people with like good like boundaries and like some 
some sign of self-respect would be like, this is bizarre. At the very least, they'd be like, this is fucking strange. Exactly. Odd. Like, I remember my friend had told me, like, she had gone on a date. And she went, I think he took her, like, remember when back in the day when Pizza Hut actually had the, like, dine-in restaurants or whatever? Oh, yes. She, yeah, so they went there. She's like, what the fuck did you, because he, he gave her an address. He didn't give her, like, and it was years and years ago. So it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't going to say Red Lobster if she, like, put it in the internet. It was just going to give her, like, directions. Mm-hmm. So she, like, went there, and it was and it was Pizza Hut. And then she sits down, and it was something like he was... He was packing, sa- like, because they used to have a salad bar, and he was packing some of the food in Tupperware what? at the all-you-can-eat stuff. And she was like, I need to go to the bathroom. And then she just left and didn't come back. What the fuck? Yeah. And she's like, I, this I, is I, our first date. Like, this isn't, like, maybe wait a bit to do that. And I not, and the thing is, I think men do that because they definitely, men know who they can get away with to do that. Because my thing is, they do that with everyone and then they just obviously keep the women that keep coming. Because I have watched quite a bit of Dr. Phil in my life. Jane, I don't know oh, if you have. Yes. But oh, I yeah. certainly have. And the amount of women, like like senior citizen women, that he has on that have been scammed by men. Out of their like retirement savings, out of their homes, whatever. I'm and sorry. Like, oh, and it's always Christian mingle, man. Yeah, but not only that, sometimes they're like, Oh, I meet them on like a, on Facebook, they messaged me and then we started talking and then and then now I send them money. No, I've never seen him. This is his name. He says that he's stuck in Egypt. He says that he's stuck, you know, he says he's stuck in South Africa. He says he's stuck mm-hmm. wherever. And like the thing is what I what I love about Dr. Philly, he's he's like these scammers will send the exact same message mm-hmm. to a hundred women a day. They'll just yes. copy paste, send to everyone, and whoever answers, he's like, because most women won't, because most women be like, this guy's just trying to like scam me or just like whatever, yeah. And then they'll just go from there because even like for example, like I play Scrabble online, mm-hmm. and. People can message you on Scrabble and like without fail, I will always get someone who will message me. The first thing they ask you, where are you from? You say Canada. I'm sure if you say like the US or something, then they'll be like, oh, that's great. I think you're great. Can you send me your email? Can you send me your phone number so we can chat on WhatsApp? Yeah. And then, and then obviously I say no or I just don't respond and I just ignore them and do whatever. Mm -hmm. And then, and then they like, they don't want to play anymore. Obviously, like they'll like leave the game or whatever, which is fine. But like, that's what I do. I'm certain that there are some women who look at that attention and go, Oh my God, somebody loves me. Oh my God. That's how that happens. They do that with everyone. But Carmen, like, I cannot imagine someone messaging me. First of all, the idea of falling in love online is wild to me. When you've never met them, I don't know how you can do that. But let's assume, yeah, argument's sake. But this I- man, this man, you know, this man, this fucking Simon dude, had these women falling in love with him long distance because he what? They would go on a private jet once. Mm-hmm. He would bring them back and then be like, sorry, sweetie, it's for work. I have to leave. And then he would go and do the same with like four or five other women. So they, he would be gone for like a month. Exactly. And still somehow establish a relationship that was strong enough in his opinion. And in their opinion, for him to be able to get hundreds of thousands of dollars off of them. Mm-hmm. And that, and then she's like, I'm now $200,000 in debt. My credit is ruined. Yeah. 
And I'm like, oh my God, because your credit doesn't get ruined in two seconds, right? Your credit gets yeah. ruined over time. When you saw that he didn't pay the first, I don't know, $75,000 that you borrowed, why were you continuously giving him money and money and money and money? And let me tell you, if, if a guy that like, I'm, I, this is going to sound rude, but I'm going to be like, honestly, go to the clinic. I'm not sending you money to send no. to the It's like you're, you're a diamond fucking like dealer. Don't you have, don't you just have diamonds somewhere that you can just like sell? Give? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? It's so stupid. And, and this then, is the brunt of it all. It's like you were lending money or giving money to a fucking billionaire. Are you crazy? Yeah, what? that's what I don't understand. I don't know if you saw, but his, uh, but the three women that were on Tinder Swindler are now raising money on GoFundMe. Did you know that? No, what? <laughs> so they started a GoFundMe and they're trying to collect, they're trying to collect. How much are they trying to get? 600,000 euros. Oh, hell no. Do you want to know how much they've gotten so far? Oh God! Tell me it's three dollars. No, a hundred and sixty-three thousand dollars. Or what? sorry, a hundred sixty-three thousand euros so far. I'm mad. What? And three? Uh, and how many people? So eight thousand people have donated, and they've gotten a hundred and sixty-three thousand dollars so far. <sighs> and the thing is, like, yeah, sure, they wanna they wanna pay people back, right? Like they or sorry, they wanna pay off their debts or whatever because he left them with a bunch of debts. Great. But my whole thing is like, sorry. If these women didn't look the way they look, I feel mm -hmm. like, I feel like they wouldn't be getting this amount of like one but attention or two support. For a long time, again, white women have been able to, to just fly under this, like, I'm struggling, I'm suffering just because of when, when white people suffer, it is a, it's as a result of it just happened. You know, no one ever yeah. questions when white people suffer. White suffering is looked at as, oh, they, they just happened to them. Mm -hmm. This suffering was as a result of their own stupidity. It, it's, it's just what it is. Like, it, it is what it is. Like, that's, but, you know, I, I, I just, that. I can't. I just, it's ridiculous. And then the second woman is for me, was the most confusing because yeah. she she was a, a friend of his. Yeah, and she gave him money. And she gave him not just money. This girl was living at home. She went back to live at home because she had uh, plans to like buy a place for herself and start yeah. her life. And then she got all those savings and handed it to this man. Man, what happened to your goals? Yeah, that's, I don't get it. I don't understand. I don't know and if she was expecting, like, that he would give her more money. Like, I don't know. I don't get your it. Friend, why would your friend ask you to empty out your mm -mm. balance? But a friend wouldn't. That's the thing. Like, a friend wouldn't do that. Exactly, because your friends know, like, you're on your grind, you're trying to get your life together. That's what I didn't get. Like, that's not your friend. My yeah God, like oh i know and the thing is like people i know that some people like generally speaking a lot of people want to believe that people are not inherently like evil right like i know that that's a thing but the thing is that like somebody like this dude 
first of all, besides lacking all ability to like save money, which I think is concerning to me about his mental health. Cause then I'm like, do you just get off on like getting, like, do you just get off on swindling people? Cause there's one thing, cause like you said, there's people who like take money from people, but they have no money. You know, like they're doing it because they want to build their mom a house. They want to whatever, whatever. It doesn't mean that it's good. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, they're like, I have no money. I'm living in like poverty. I need to survive one way or another. Sure. Still not great, but like whatever. But this dude, I think, got off on stealing money. Like, I think that was what I don't think it was necessarily the money that he had. I think it was more that he could. This obsession with like high life and exactly, but high life on another person's dime. Because I think if somebody ever expected him to spend that kind of money, I don't think he would. And the thing is, like, he's one of those people. I I don't know if you've I've I've met people like this, like in person, but I've met people who are very much like to me. They seem sociopathic in the sense that they have no empathy. But not only do they have no empathy, they're also narcissists. Who really truly believe that they're one that they're not doing anything wrong. They have, they always have some convoluted reason as to why they're correct. And then not only do they not think they're doing anything wrong, they also will go out of their way. And sometimes you'll find that these people make stupid ass decisions because they think they're never going to get caught. Yes. Right. And they, because they, because they're so full of themselves and they're so narcissistic that they cannot fathom that anybody would ever like catch them. And so this dude, a few hours ago, actually, I think, because he agreed to do an interview with like, like inside edition or something. So he agreed to do, yeah. So he did an interview yesterday, I think in today or, or it was coming out today. And basically he went on and like, you've seen the documentary, right? So he said, Oh, you know, I'm a monster. Like people think I'm a monster. And he's like, the women weren't conned and they weren't threatened. And I'm like, dude, we heard your, we literally could hear you screaming at these women and telling them that like you were literally threatening them. So this is like the level of delusion that he's at because he thinks like we literally have on camera Mm -hmm. him yelling at these women, threatening their safety. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I didn't threaten them. And I didn't call them them. bitches and all kinds of names. Yep. And he's like, I just wanted to meet single girls on Tinder. And it's like, but no, because you also took all their money. Is it delusion or is he just like, like, what else is he going to say? Is well, he I think, well, yeah, but like, just don't say shit. Don't say anything. Why are you trying to get into the limelight? Like, like, why are you trying to, like, why? why? Like, I just don't understand why you're trying to. I think it's. To it's, have this conversation. Nobody wants to hear you. It's literally on camera. Everything I think it's you did. narcissism. It's just like, well, here's my time to shine again. And it's like, he's not going to get on camera and say, yes, guys, I'm a piece of shit. I'm disgusting. And you should attack me because he doesn't gain anything by doing that. Right. Of course, he has to go and like play it up. It, it's very weird to me. It's like, do you remember the R. Kelly interview with Gail King? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> God, yeah, like Robert. R. Kelly was like Robert. <laughs> <laughs> like R. Kelly was like me, like little girl. What do you mean? Yeah, and you're like, I was uh... like, uh, sir, did, come on, come on now. And he was crying, and I just think like, and then then I remember like watching an interview with one of the girls who was in that very interview. And she was like, yeah, when we, when we went home, he, he thought he did a really good job. 
So I think it's just, it's, you're so like obsessed with yourself. Like you're an, an extreme narcissist that yeah. you don't even see. Like, like, like you're just like, this is my opportunity. Like they see everything as like an opportunity. Everything is just a chance to continue doing what I'm doing. And because of people like R. Kelly and this Simon bitch ass, the, they always got away with it. And it's like, yeah, well, I like, I guess if I got away with it like 80 times or for 30 years, what's, what's one more time? I'll get away with yeah. it again. Yeah. That's the it's, problem though, because I don't think people, recognize i don't think these types of people recognize when you know they flew too close to the sun like icarus where you're like dude you're gonna get yourself in more shit because you're not closing that that fucking mouth of yours and you keep yapping and you're gonna self-incriminate yourself at some point because he even said he was like he's like i never represented myself as Liviev's son because remember remember he said he was the diamond dealer's yes and then and there were even pictures that he photoshopped himself into on, on Tinder of like him with the, with the family. And like, and then it turns out that that's not the original picture. And the, and the family was like, no, that yeah. he's not related and to us. So he that. literally went on TV and he's like, I never represented myself as his son, even oh, though we all, we all saw the pictures. So and the text messages where he's saying that he is. So that's why it doesn't make sense. And like, and he's like, you know, he's like, I'm not a fraud. Like those people, they're the ones who are the frauds. And I'm like, sorry, they're the ones with no money. And you're the one with all the money. So I don't understand how that's possible. And like that, he's still dating. He's dating some random chick. Like he's, and the girl's like, Oh no, I would never lend him money. And I'm like, sweetie, Please just be careful. Yeah. If you're dating him for clout, fine. But please don't give him money. Please be fucking careful. Can you, and he's, can we just talk about like, Simon is not even cute. Like, Simon. Nothing was more disappointing for me <laughs> than the fact that these women fell for a short man with frosted tip. It is not the year 2000, sir. You do not need to be bleaching the tops of your hair. There's no need. There's no need. There's no need for you to have some like balayage yeah. looking top of your head mop nonsense. And also you're short. Like these women, I'm telling you, Jane, these women were like, they did not date him to date him. I think these women and a lot of us do this. And a lot of people have probably related when you're dating the idea of a person and not the person who's in front of you. That is wild to me. It, but like, this he, is obviously on steroids, it, right? It, it, this is like that idea on steroids. Cause there's yeah. women who are like, I'm like, there's women who you know are dating a man for his potential and not for who he is right now. And I've definitely, I've been in situations where like, I've believed something is what it's not. Exactly. But, but this I is on another level. And then I got out of that. Quickly. Well, yeah, but this is an, on, on another level. This isn't like much that. Is you you ruined your life because of this and and not once did simon keep his promises not one time yeah when he told them he was coming he didn't come when he told them they could go to the airport and wait for him never happened what like he never kept his promise one time so i didn't there was no if it was a situation where like okay he sent you back the first money that you Yeah. If he actually kept one promise, I could understand why you kept going with it. But it's like, for what fucking reason do you have to keep believing this man that was literally never once told you the truth? Yeah. 
at what point do you say mm, something is iffy here for me like it was iffy when he told you to go on a plane but hey assuming that was not iffy for you the first time you lent him twenty thousand or gave him your credit card and he maxed it out completely within days no you it's awful some type of way about that and you actually went ahead and increased the limit for him oh hell no mm-hmm how that that is just it, it is beyond me and and to everything you know it, this documentary all comes down to just like white privilege yeah start and, to finish because he only did 5 months yeah there's black people being shot for selling cigarettes mm-hmm. or for having supposed fake $20 bills or yeah you know this is fucking ridiculous and like the the backlash is not near as as it would be if he was if he happened to be a black or brown man. Mm-hmm. I remember um, NBC Dateline did a whole series for a week. Yeah, on Nigerian scammers. Ah, uh, fuck off! Oh yeah, the CBC did one on Indian on like Indian scammers. See, a week. Do you know how much time it takes to do a week <laughs> and, and follow people all over the globe? Uh, yeah, I know. I know that shit costs NBC a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it and and there was at no point was I meant to feel sorry for them that they grew up in a poor neighborhood in Abuja. No, nothing. No. None, none no, of, no, no. That no, no, background no. did not come up. No one talked about how they were bullied. No one talked about how they moved to the to Europe and they couldn't find a job and they didn't have papers. Mm-mm. They were just these disgusting pieces of shit people who mm-hmm. were stealing. And it's like. It's funny how, like, even when, when these, when the media is, like, writing stories and doing certain things, how they can, like, push you or, or make you, if you're not somebody that is, like, a critical thinker, Mm -hmm. it's so easy for you to, to feel bad for, like, white people, even when they're making documentaries about literal serial killers that are white (laughs) men. But, his mother, one time they were at no frills <laughs> and she slapped him and that traumatized him for life. You I, think that's bad? Ted Bundy didn't even have that. Ted Bundy had like a picture perfect life and they were still like, <clears throat> you know, he was so sad that his girlfriend left him. And you're like, that's not a reason to murder women. I, oh my God. <laughs> even this disgusting Fox News. I hope you are rotting in hell. <laughs> um, this this Fox News executive, something Art Isles or whatever his name was, he used to like force. I think he used to like tell women like if they wanted a job, they had to have sex with him or twirl. And Megan Fox said that she had to do the same thing when she worked at Fox News. And I'm watching his documentary, and they were like, he was lonely as a child. He just could never have friends. Is that a reason to sexually harass women? Please. I just, I can't. What is it about being white? I can't understand. Yeah, it's fucked. That's what I mean. 
but see this like these people don't necessarily have a conscience anymore and i don't know how it gets to that point but like this man this man it says right they kind of sort of tease the fact that he had been scamming people since he was young like quite young yeah like a teenager so i don't think yes. that it, i think it's like definitely indicative of the type of personality he has in the sense that he's like he gets something out of it emotionally mm-hmm. to be able to like lie to people and I think right now the problem is he doesn't seem to understand the severity and also the amount of proof against him. And so he's sitting there doing like willingly do like if he had a lawyer, sorry, if he had a lawyer, I'm pretty sure lawyers would be like, don't talk because most lawyers are like, don't say anything. Yeah. Most lawyers tell you don't say anything. And mm-hmm. so many of these people go and like, they like, fuck you. I'm going to talk anyway. And that's how they mm-hmm. end up in shit. Cause I'm like, sorry, you feel the need to say that you were the one that was conned. You didn't lie about who your parents were. You didn't lie about the money that you had. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't Wait, make he sense. He said he was conned. He said he was the one that was conned because it's all false allegations that have ruined his life. Oh my God. Yeah. And then apparently his bodyguard. Because, like, the other thing is, it wasn't just him. He had a whole team. He had his baby mama with the baby as, a, as like, a, as a prop. And then and he the had... And then he had the bodyguard, right? And it's, like... Who didn't even look like fucking bodyguard. They look so unprofessional. I know. And that's why I was, like, no bodyguard would go and, like, get wasted with you. The bodyguard needs to be... And they wouldn't, like... I've never seen Julius, who is Beyonce's uh, bodyguard. I've never seen him sit, like, shoulder to shoulder with... No, Beyonce. absolutely not. What? How are you supposed to protect someone if you're, like, not and taking watching? selfies with her and... Oh, hell no. I've never seen Julius doing that. No. And so that's why I was, like... like but that man, apparently, recently, I was checking, wrote a cease and desist letter to Netflix. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, then. Um, because <laughs> he was like, "Oh, you're lying about me." I'm like, "I don't know what they're lying about because we've all you're seen you. literally on video. You are on video camera, sir. Like multiple times. You you're gonna tell us you didn't know that you he put was... your entire forehead and face for us to look at, and you were talking shit. It doesn't make sense. It just it just doesn't it doesn't make sense. I'm trying to see what it said but i think it was it was something like i think it was on tmz because i was was checking today because there had been updates but he basically said that like that he feels that like he got a bad rep from the from the documentary oh my god i can't and i'm like dude you are a terrible person like you're terrible it just doesn't make sense it's fucking ridiculous. Now, the last girl um, in the documentary who, for some reason, everybody was praising and saying that she was just the greatest and she Ooh, was strong. The last one? The last one who... Oh, um, because she because she got... She stole all his clothes. That lady? Yeah. Like, I don't think... I mean, she fell for the same shit. Let's be real. I, I, I mean, she I lasted mean, way longer. She lasted way longer. She didn't notice for however many months because she lasted like the first the first girl they weren't together for that long no they were like maybe a few months but this girl had been with him for over a year so like i'm surprised that he kept her for that long but the thing is the first girl i think that he was experienced by that time and so he could just jump from one girl to the next i think the last girl he had met her i feel like earlier on in this scam (laughs) 
that he needed to like but at the same time she still she said she gave him a lot of money she did and she still she stayed said, she said like a hundred thousand dollars but that, that's what makes me wonder because she said that she gave him a lot of money but then they were engaged so i don't know if that's how he kept her if he was able <laughs> able to keep her by being like oh we're engaged now so it's like you know you're my fiance <laughs> which still i would do who wants a fiance who's broke i know but she seemed smart and like an upright woman when she was talking and super confident and like all about her business. And then I'm like, but you still believe this bitch? Like, I don't understand. But that's because these women, like, they weren't thinking thoroughly. They just weren't. They weren't thinking properly. They were just like, let me do this thing mm -hmm. and hope for the best. And yeah, I'm going to get married. He's going to have a lot of money. Everything's going to be great. It's like, um, I don't think so. I mean, I'm glad she got money off of him because I think she would have made like a good maybe five, ten grand. It's definitely not anything close to what she should have gotten, but I mean, she At got least some she money had back. The sense to do that, like I'm, yeah. I'm glad that she did that. But like the, the 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 internet was like, oh my gosh, she's a bomb dick, and I'm like, Girl, I'm like no, 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 no. She got herself in this mess to begin with. Let's, let's yeah, let's uh, simmer cool it. down. But this, again, it goes to show that you can just be mediocre and... Well, not just mediocre, but like like you said, the amount of Nigerian and Indian scammer jokes people make. And I'm like, mm -hmm. so it turns out all along, and we knew this, obviously yeah. we've known this, but the joke should have been about white people because now there's that other girl whose like, movie is on Netflix that like stole all of her friend's money. He was just like going from friend to friend and stealing their money in the same way. It was literally in the same type of shit where she would be like, let's go on vacation together. And then they go to these like super expensive hotels and then she'd be like, I actually forgot my credit card. Can you pay? And I'll pay you back. And then she never paid them back. The fuck? Yeah. First of all, <laughs> you should see, I, but there's a movie on Netflix, but it's not, knowledge? but it's not a documentary. It's just like a, it's like a dramatization. What is which it? I, it's called, uh, it's called I'm Inventing Anna. Ooh, okay. I'm gonna do But the, gonna... I don't like, I don't, I, I haven't seen the movie. I've, if you go on YouTube, you can find her story in like the documentary. Um, like a, it's more like a true crime documentary version on YouTube. Like you, cause there's a bunch of people who interviewed the women that were scammed by her. But it's essentially like, the story is that she stole like, you know, however much money from, she was like a con artist and she stole a bunch of money from her friends. It wasn't even people she was dating and she pretended to be a socialite in New York and she said that her father was a Russian billionaire and that she's basically got away with, she, she basically pretended like she was rich until the rich people believed her. She got invited to all of these crazy like socialite parties. So mm -hmm. she was at like, crazy parties she ended up going to like you know really important like fashion events so people thought she was like a socialite mm -hmm. oh my and God. and then she was like you know she would be like oh you know i you know she would have parties and stuff and then she would ask people to pay for her drinks and then she would just like she would just take money she would call her friends or she'd be like i lost my credit card and then they would like pay for her things friends wow yeah, to the Again, point where, like, she just had people, like, she literally, 
she oh and she did that she did that as well with hotels where she would be like oh you know she would stay at a hotel and then she'd be like yeah i'm gonna pay it and then because everybody thought she was rich so they would just let her stay there and she wouldn't have to put down a deposit or anything and then she ended up she would end up staying somewhere and it was like thirty thousand forty thousand dollars fifty thousand dollars and it would bounce like she would have a check and it would bounce or it just wouldn't go through Oh my god. And then they'd be like, you owe us this much money. And she'd be like, yeah, yeah, it's coming. <laughs> Sorry. This a black person, a, a brown person could never get away with going to a hotel. Saying, they would arrest us on the spot. This girl was able First to do it all over all, New York. All over I've, New York. When I've checked into hotels, I've been like, I will give you my credit card when I get there because I don't want to do it over the phone. They're like, uh, actually, we just need it on file before you get here. <sighs> okay, like when I was getting this apartment, when I tell you the scrutinization, of I know the the lease agent was like, oh, but I, you know, I don't know if you're actually gonna come back. Why don't you just? And I was like, he asked me to like get the check, and I was like, I told him I'd give him cash. He's like, um. No, no. Can you get a check so I can see that it's coming from the bank? What? Yeah. What? Is, what? If the cash <laughs> is coming from my ass, is it it's still, still my cash? Money? Yeah. What the see, sixteen hundred coming through my asshole, and sixteen hundred coming from CIBC. Is it still not sixteen hundred dollars? Yeah. But I had to prove that money was coming from the the check, like. I I had a bank account basically. This is disgusting. This is what I mean. We have to do this. I had to put for it first and last. Not only did I have to put first and last month rent when I got this place before things got super expensive. Obviously, thank goodness. That's why I'm still here six years later. I literally brought my business card mm -hmm. from when I was working as a case manager, and I was like, "Here, this is so you know, like I'm employed. This is my information." I was literally wearing my my ID badge. Yeah. And, and I didn't take it off. And I was like, oops, I forgot to take it off. Because I was like, I need these people to know I have a job. These women don't. Apparently, these women could just go however they want. Just be cute and white. And, and no one's going to question them. Yeah, whatever you want. It's it doesn't make sense. I don't understand. Like, And honestly, for anyone who is looking for housing, if you are a black and brown person, you just, just be ready for a scrutinizing process. Because he called like all my references called all three managers and supervisor like <laughs> and it doesn't then, make sense like i had to i had to give a bank letter which, mm -hmm. which a bank letter is basically the bank saying she has accounts here and yeah <laughs> <laughs> which is like i isn't that what a bank statement does but anyway yeah they're just trying to find ways to get us not I, to live there then i had to sign a waiver saying that i've never been to jail what yeah and I asked him, I'm like, so people who, who came from the pen don't deserve a place to live? He goes, oh, no, no, no. It's, we just want to know, you know, just for information. He knows that if I had said I had been to the Don, he would have not given yeah. me no. an apartment. Of course not. That's why it doesn't make any sense. Have I just you don't ever understand. been arrested? What the fuck does that have to do with you? It's so awful. But yeah, these people, these people, these people get away with doing it because of how they look and because of how they are. <sighs> Nobody so, questions them. Yeah. It, not that I want to be white. Don't get me wrong. I'm a very proud black person, but 
I would just love to. What what is their life? What are their lives like? Yeah, what, what must it be like to day. live like that? For a day, I want to know what it's like for someone not to ask me where I'm from. Mm. Oh, wouldn't that be great? What it's like for someone. Where are you educated? Because I get that one too. Oh, yes. To assume that I I know what I'm talking about. Mm. To just Uh, believe me. To just believe what I say just outright. That would be nice. Yeah, life life. It's a whole other world. They live on a different planet. I would just want to come back as a white woman to see... Just like you let me switch bodies for like a week. Yeah, I wanna, I wanna live life in the white experience. Yeah, just to see. I just want to see because I swear sometimes I'm like, I think that level of like privilege causes some not so great stuff in the brain. I think it makes people a maybe bit it does because delusional. it doesn't make sense to me. And just to you know, last thing. What have you, what's your make of like Tinder Swindler? When you I were mean, done watching it, what was your last like? Honestly, thought? all I kept thinking about was these women need therapy. I, if anything, this movie, it was funny because some people found it funny. Some people were like, a lot of people were like, these women are so fucking stupid. Like they just, you know, cause they even mentioned like, oh, they said that we were gold diggers and everything. And I'm like, no, my main concern is that you seem to lack any ability to care for yourself. Mm-hmm. And that concerns me very much. Yes. It con- and then it concerns me that one of them, at least, is back on Tinder. Oh, my God. Yeah. Because, like, sure, this, you had a con man this time. What if you have, like, a murderer or, like, a, a like, you know, like, a violent, like, abusive human being? I, I can't see her leaving any situation. As long as the guy seems kind of fancy. Yeah. She'll get with anyone or that looks kind of fancy. Or her. Yeah, exactly. And it, it's concerning. I think my main like takeaway one was like, thank God I'm not like this. And thank God my mother raised me to not watch Disney movies, first and foremost. Mm-hmm. The second thing was, my God, these women need a lot of emotional support. Like, yeah. in general, women should not like the fact that when these women felt like that, I felt bad. I felt really fucking bad for them. Mm-hmm. And then I was also frustrated because I was like, what world do you live on? Like, what planet are you on? Yeah. <sighs> They're not even homeless after everything. No. Uh, and can you, if, if I, you know what? Let's if I had that much debt, do you know how soon I'd be evicted? I would be inside of a homes first shelter. Yeah. I would and these women be, were just like, they're like, yeah, I don't have money. And I'm like, I totally get that they don't have and, money and whatever. But I'm like, sorry, you were able to still have a job. live where you're living and have a job and everything else after everything. How? Yeah. I wish. Yeah, it was just frustrating. I think the documentary was good to watch for me because I was like, thank goodness I'm not like this. But then also I was it was so frustrating. If anything, it further solidified my um, belief that I don't want to get on dating apps ever again. Amen to that. For me, I (laughs) I was just like, it must be nice to be white. (laughs) That's all I thought. It must be nice to, to be white and like, because whiteness means it's solidified the fact that like white people navigate the world without, they, they have the freedom that they don't have to be like, Oh my God, I can't go on this date because I don't know, maybe he'll murder me. And I know no. for a fact that my murder will not be investigated. I will be scrutinized, you know, Brianna. Yeah, no, no, a hundred percent. 
when Brianna Taylor got murdered by the police, it was, well, nobody told her to date a drug dealer, you know? Yeah, it, like, it, it's it's awful. And that's that's what I'm saying. Like, I just, I'm just, I just, if anything, this movie frustrated me. Yeah, it was just like, it must be nice. It's it just another nice. planet. My jaw was on the floor the entire time because I was <laughs> just so astounded. At- like, there were moments in my, I was like, ah! Like, like <laughs> just hysterically being like, are you fucking kidding me? Never, never in my life. Take it alone from me. No, sir. First of all, I would not qualify to get seven loans that this bitch got. Yeah, that's, a, that's the other thing. Like, I can guarantee you this man has never dated a racialized woman in his life. He's never. And he, and he knows who to go to. Who's going to get the loans? Yeah. Because let me tell you who would, when my credit was... Back in the day when my credit was like six twenty, mm-hmm. I tried to apply for a five hundred dollar credit card. I was rejected, and they said, "Oh well, six twenty is low," and it's what? not even that low. Like no, higher. They said, "Oh no, we we saw your credit. That you know, it's just." And then they they were like, "You know, maybe you can start off getting like." A, they suggested I go get a payday loan for a hundred dollars. What? Yeah. But see, my my ex-partner, who is white, mm-hmm. has the credit score of, like, a homeless ghost. <laughs> and he has a credit card now. Yeah, it, it wasn't until my credit is in the mid-700s. Even when, oh my god, when I was looking for an apartment and my credit was 650, I got a gigantic no. And I am employed. I have, at that time, I had two jobs. It I doesn't have, make sense. It I doesn't make sense. I incomes a month. But guess it what? They were like six fifty. Yeah, yeah, a little. Again, mm-hmm. my ex partner had the credit score of a homeless ghost, <laughs> and he still got a credit card. So, so yeah, my credit was just increased this year. Now that I'm in the mid seven hundreds, that's good. But like, yeah. guys, it's crazy. It that's all I thought. I just thought, you know, it must be nice for y'all to be white. It is. It's just an, yeah. I'm telling you, it's like they're on another planet. They are, but but like also on the same planet as us, and we have. Could you work. imagine if a Nigerian man got caught? Because this man now says he has his own business and he's still making money somehow. Did you see how nicely they arrested him? Oh, let's not even <laughs> fucking go there. But can you imagine? Can you <gasps> imagine this man now? He says he has his own business. What does, did he say what he does for business? Yeah, it was something like he was like, he's like a business consultant. Let me see. What does I am? I'm tired. Do now. Let me see. He's 31. He lives as a free man in Israel, according to Instagram stories. So he had a hundred thousand followers on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And he, uh, said that he was like a businessman. Okay. So apparently he can make money. I'm sure if like a Nigerian person got caught swindling people, it would not be the same. Of course not. Like, it, and first of all, if, if, if the, the scammers were Nigerian and the women were Nigerian, we would have never heard about it. But if it was white women, we would have, we would have been like this monstrous, black man took advantage of these white women white women and i and i just want to end with this like white women y'all it just seems like y'all want to be oppressed so bad yeah i 
I'm just I'm just calling on the Canadian government to oppress white women. They, that's what they want. They want to be oppressed. Yeah, I just don't get it. Yeah, not only that that they want to be oppressed, but then also this man like also somehow also wants to play the victim. I I don't just yeah oppress people who want to be oppressed. Can you take us the the blacks and the browns out of it because we don't want it. We've no, it. thank you. No, thank you. Oh, apparently there. Yeah. Apparently, it looks like he might have. According to the Times of Israel, he allegedly swindled an estimated ten million dollars from victims. Ten. Mi- oh my god. So the old the the three that came out publicly are just the three girls that we saw, but there are many others. Ten million, and you put again. You didn't invest in a house. God damn! Invest in a house, mayhaps, perhaps. No, (gasps) or 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 invest into the stock market so they can't take it from you. Something. And y'all are out here praising this bitch ass of a man. Y'all need to praise the 419ers because they do stuff with their money. Thank you. Buy their mother's houses and whatnot. They like, you know, they've like done like a BSC or some shit to be able to like scam. Exactly. Get your shit together anyway. Mm -hmm. It is what it is. It is what it is. It's fine. (sighs) Carmen, as always. Yes. Thank you for coming. Of course. Check out her podcast. I'd kill a spider for you. Mm-hmm. Now, Carmen, you also have this amazing um, thing that you do. They're called Death Talks. Can you tell us yes. about that? Sure. So my friend Kayla and I run. Um, Kayla is a full spectrum doula and I'm a death doula. And we run. Great what is a death talk- doula? Sorry. A, so- a death doula is somebody that helps people die well. So like for anybody who's ever had the the like experience of having a doula. It's somebody that like helps your child be born, brought into this world. It's not a midwife. It's mostly just like, they're like emotional support. And they're also there for you after the baby's born a little bit and like help you with the first few days and like everything. So a death doula is kind of that on the opposite end of the spectrum. So, you know, we, we make sure that the person's comfortable when they're going to die. We try and like make the space as comfortable as possible. We make sure that we're with them. Um, we help them kind of set up and prepare any sort of things that they might want to prepare. So like, if they're like, I only want these people in the room or I only want this happening, then like we can kind of make that happen. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, yeah, so we run these groups. Uh, The page on, on Instagram is called BIPOC uh, death and grief talks. And so for us, we're just running different groups where people get to kind of have a safe space to talk about um, some of the grief that they're experiencing at the moment and, and mm-hmm. some of the things, the complex things that a lot of us are dealing with. So we did one that was like racialized people and employment. So it was like racialized folks and grief around like work. Um, and so we had a lot of that. Or we've also had, we've had like grief and disability, grief and chronic illness. Yeah. So we've done a little bit of everything. And then recently we did one that went really well. We had like 75 people register and we had like 45 people attend and it was, um, grief in the helping professions, which Jane and I are not, uh, new to at all. <laughs> so. No. Um, and being told that our grandfathers are not. Yeah. family members and so yeah. they come to work when they die yeah yeah no it's great the the social work industry is the ghetto and honestly the only reason i went into it is because i really like i was good at like the writing subjects but like yeah and me too that was not a thing but yes guys i have attended the uh 
is it BIPOC? BIPOC? BIPOC, yeah, BIPOC. BIPOC um, talks, yeah, and talks I too. love them. Like, you will not know you need this space <laughs> until you attend, and you're like, I went through that, and I have something <laughs> to say. You don't realize how much you need to get off your chest, and you don't realize, you're like, wow, so many people are going through, like, fucked up experiences, and in, in, like, the, especially, like, when people are talking about their work, I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, Isn't like just, and a lot of them are like, I thought it was just me. Like that's one of the things we hear all the time. I thought it was just me. Trust me, guys, you will, you will not regret it. Attend these talks. I'm gonna put it in the bio, not the bio, the description box or whatever you call thank it. Thank you. Um, yeah. And thank you. It's always amazing to have you on here. Always like bomb dig conversations. Yes. Please come great. back. I love being here. All right. I will see you next week.